thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. This podcast is brought to you by Healthy Choices Chiropractic. Head to healthychoiceschiropractic.com.au to book a full spinal, postural, and neurological examination with me for just $39. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and this week in wellness, a healthy diet has been shown to increase physical fitness in middle-aged adults by the same amount as doing an extra 4,000 steps a day. The research published in the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology studied over 2,000 individuals from the Framingham Heart Study. Their average age was 54 years, and 54% of them were women. They measured their VO2 max using a cycle ergometer and a semi-quantitative food frequency questionnaire to assess their diets. Higher diet scores indicated a better quality diet, emphasizing vegetables, fruits, whole grains, nuts, legumes, fish, and healthy fats, and limiting red meat and alcohol. They controlled other factors that could influence the relationship, including age, sex, total daily energy intake, body mass index, smoking, cholesterol levels, blood pressure, diabetes, and routine physical activity level. Dr. Michael Mee, the study author, said that in middle-aged adults, healthy dietary patterns were strongly and favorably associated with fitness, even after taking habitual activity levels into account. The relationship was similar in men and women, and more pronounced in those under 54 years of age compared to the older adults. He did, however, conclude that this was an observational study and therefore we cannot conclude that eating well will cause better fitness or exclude the possibility of a reverse relationship, i.e. fit individuals choose to eat more healthily. As always, the links are in the show notes. And I think this just makes sense. I think this is a great study looking at the impact of diet on your cardiovascular fitness. And it makes sense to me that it can be, in fact, both ways. And I think it probably is both ways. You know, I think it makes sense that if you are eating better, if you're putting better building blocks into your body, then that's going to allow your body to build healthier heart and lungs that are going to function better regardless of how much exercise you're doing. So it makes sense that someone eating a poor diet doing the same amount of exercise would get less benefit than someone eating a healthier diet doing the same amount of exercise, all right? It, that just makes sense. You know, your body is innately designed to be healthy. And if you give your body what it needs and none of what it doesn't, then it just flat out performs better, right? And I think also the reverse is probably true. You know, it makes sense to me that healthier individuals would tend to be more likely to eat healthily for a number of reasons. You know, one I think is just that you tend to feel that better about yourself when you do exercise and you tend to not want to undo all the good work that you did with your exercise. And so most people, you know, there are some exceptions. Most people, when they do their exercise, it makes them want to eat more healthily. Yeah, some people have the reverse effect where they do their exercise and think they've earned a binge, or they've earned a treat or whatever that may be. But I think for most people, if they do choose to do their fitness, then they're more likely to choose a healthier diet as well. I also think that by the very nature of them doing the fitness is likely to make their body healthier, is likely to improve their neurological function amongst other things, and therefore their body being in a healthier state is likely to innately want to make healthier choices in terms of their diet as well. So I do think that it probably goes both ways, that you know that eating healthier leads to better fitness, but I also think that better fitness probably leads to eating healthier. So yeah, it would be interesting to see that study done, but I think that's what it'll show. I think it'll show that it goes both ways. It would also be interesting to have a look at different dietary types here. You know, we, we've sort of focused on one particular style of a quote-unquote healthy diet here, but it would be interesting to compare to, for example, looking at a paleo diet 
that does include the red meat, right? Or perhaps looking at a Mediterranean diet that may well include red wine and alcohol in the picture, right? Because those are obviously two things they excluded from this quote unquote healthy diet, but are included in other diets that have been shown to be very healthful in other circumstances. So, you know, whilst this one particular healthy diet pattern has shown to have positive results, it would be interesting to see whether other healthy diet patterns could have similar results. And in fact, whether they would be more or less beneficial, you know, to be able to really do a comparison of the different diets in terms of how they impact on fitness would, I think, be very fascinating, certainly for people who are really into their fitness, but even for those who aren't just wanting to have good cardiovascular health, as I think most people would be understanding that, you know, cardiovascular disease is such a massive killer in our society and such a massive impediment to healthy living in our society that I think that's one thing that most people would be generally concerned about. So, you know, I think this this is a great study and I think it opens up possibilities for more great studies to be done as well. And I think it's a good reminder that eating healthy is not just about weight. You know, sometimes we seem to focus purely on weight when it comes to eating healthy, but it's not about your weight. It's actually about the, the function of your body. And what we're seeing from this study is that when you do eat healthy, when you give your body the right building blocks, then you're building a healthier body. And so your body's going to perform better. It's going to be less likely to get sick. It's going to be more likely to function and do the things you want to do so that you can have, so that you can not just not be sick, but that you can actually have quality of life. You can have vitality. You can have the energy that you want to do the things that you love doing, whether that's work or play or parenting or gardening or, you know, whatever that may be. So you've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.